Hi, everybody. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. I'm sorry I was late, Katie. I was um, tucking in my tail and covering my scales. Well, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't mean that. Um, forget, forget I said anything. <laughs> and you're listening to A Date with Dateline. Welcome to the cult. I mean club. I mean show. <laughs> What's the sound a reptile make? <sighs> Actually, this is a double date with this Dateline. This is a double date with Dateline. Welcome. Yeah, yeah. because this isn't a Dateline. No. This is an ID show. Yeah. It's a new one. Woo-hoo. Were you s- surprised? <laughs> I was very s- surprised. This is from a show on Discovery Plus from the ID network called Devil in the Web. It's not spiders. This one is not about spiders. Don't get confused. Thank it's God. the other kind of web. Yeah. It's the web, like the interweb. We are covering season one, episode three, Reptile Cult. This is the perfect companion piece to Andrea's episode Venom with the yes. snake dealer and the hands of a killer with the politician that was killed and all those conspiracy theories ran rampant. It is. This is it. Companion and piece. Where are the children? Where are the children? This is the trifecta because doomsday. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> we open with the voice of an elderly woman and we see sort of the back profile of this woman and she is a woman of a certain age i am guessing 60s when i'm seeing the woman yes that is the correct assumption of a woman of a certain age keith yeah morrison keith listen up and also all you 60 year olds that listen to us you're a woman of a sexy age because we'll see you in a minute certainly (laughs) sexy yeah i'll see you tomorrow yeah. Because I got sunburned the other day, so sun damage. <laughs> but we see a microphone with a giant pop screen and a lit cigarette, which looks like a hazard. But That's why she fine. sounds so old. It She's is. She's 12, but she smokes two packs a day. It is a lifelong smoker voice that we're hearing. Let's be very clear. Yeah. And the voice says, I'm here to wake up an army. Fight back, folks. Grow a pair and fight back. So we get a little preview of what's to come right now. This is going to be, I'm not going to give away a lot because we're going to get into it. This is about an online cult about lizard people. <laughs> and someone is probably going to be murdered. Yeah. So I'm actually surprised that it's not more people because this seems dangerous. Yeah. Just right off the bat. Well, maybe they are actually like lizards and if you cut off their, you know, limbs or whatever that you try to murder them they just grows back i totally forgot about that that's a really good point did you know about this did you have you heard of this cult before no not i've heard all. of the lizard people but not of this cult specifically but have you seen that queen elizabeth picture of her as a lizard before? yeah i think i have she looks great as a lizard she, green is her color she sort of nailed it yeah i had seen that as well oliver knew it right away which concerned hmm. me he was like, oh, yeah, like the queen is a lizard person. The lizard people. I was worried. Yeah. So it's okay. So deep in the recesses of my brain and yours, both of us had seen that picture. That's good. Now, off the bat, I'm going to do a disclaimer. We are deviating a little bit from our normal double date material, which is more like blood relatives and now red rum and secret life of Stepford Wives. This is not a very reenactment heavy series this devil in the web it's a little bit but not as heavy and it's not doesn't have the cheesy ish voiceover 
we're not getting that in this. We're getting yeah. sort of an interview format, a little bit more like Dateline without the host, because we don't see who's hosting, who's asking the questions. And then we get a little bit of mini reenactments and a lot of sort of online pictures, things, because most of this takes place on the web. So just that's a disclaimer. I think everyone's still going to listen because um, lizard cult, yeah. reptile cult. Yeah. So there we go. Okay. And the also the opening to this series, Devil in the Web, is basically the exact same as the movie The Net with Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. And then there's these little com- movie. The computer words appear in red at the bottom and it says, there is no escaping. There is no escaping. Right. Is that how computer voice? The only way to win is not to play. <laughs> That's war games. <laughs> so again... We're hearing the voice of the elderly woman smoker, and we find out this person's name is Sherry Schreiner. We see some religious iconography around her at her recording area. It's a glass cross and some other things. We see the Book of Revelation, which is going to play heavy. So when you're seeing the Book of Revelation in the first 30 seconds, you know what's coming. We all know what's coming. Mm -hmm. She says, welcome to the show. I have a few things to talk about. The world is in a crisis, and we are headed into the tribulation period, folks. Just a lot of folks. Like you're her friend. I don't find her very... um, Soothing? She's not a good orator. And I find that she mumbles a lot. And sometimes I just zoned out, even in... It was one sentence, and I was halfway asleep by half of it. I feel like if you are going to rise up an army to fight the lizard people, you have to enunciate and use true. your... Vo- shout it out to the back row. Yeah, use your diaphragm. Yeah. Get in there. Do maybe lizards take have a, a diaphragm? Class, maybe take an improv class. Maybe take a ground To learn how to be... Have more of a stage presence. Good, like or a web presence. A web presence. There we have it. We meet our first interview. It is an ex cult member who is remaining anonymous, and we are calling him Luke. Neck. His neck is the same yeah. width as his head. I wasn't going to mention it, but I knew you were, so I said Kimberly talks about his shape. <laughs> it is like exact. It's five, six. No, it's like twelve inches of neck. And then it goes straight up to his head and his ears line up exactly where. He doesn't have a shoulder because of how. Now, keep. Sorry, everyone. He is in black. We are seeing a silhouette of this person. We are not saying. I think he's probably very built. I think he's super in shape. It's just the way people look in black. I think I would look horrific in black, all in black, like an anonymous person. It would be bad. It would be just points. He's very in shape. Yeah, so Luke is fine, but he is remaining anonymous because cult. And also, I feel like it's weird that they gave him a biblical name. That doesn't sit right with me. (laughs) I'm not crazy about that. He was 18 or 19 when he gets involved with Sherry Schreiner. He didn't have a job. He said he would just smoke weed like in his room with his friends, and then he would go deep diving into the Sherry Schreiner world online. He says that Sherry claimed to be a prophet of God, and would mix religion with aliens. And she would sort of purport to be hearing directly from God from behind her pop screen. And she called God the most high. There seems to be some other terminology that's coming, but the most high is God. So Luke was mostly high listening to someone talk about the most high. 
Did you get it? Well done. Okay. Get a good picture of Luke. 18, 19, smokes a lot of pot. Has a huge neck. Conspiracy theory. Yeah. Makes sense. Now we meet another major interview, which is Kelly. She's a reporter with the Daily Beast. And she tells us that Sherry was able to get a following because she's a doomsday preacher and she's building an army to fight. And where have I heard this before? It is something to do with a part of day and maybe a bell and maybe a portal. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it. The title, by the way, of that they're showing right now of the, I don't want to call them episodes that she's putting out. She's putting out shows. She's calling them shows. So the show that we're listening to at the moment is called We Are Hearing Angels, comma, The Fifth Dimension, and much more, exclamation point. And much more. And there's more. And wait, there's more. I thought of you. She's really trying to sell it. You get the fifth dimension, you get hearing angels, and A set of snake knives. It's great. Yeah. By 2018, Sherry Schreiner has 15,000 online followers. She has more online followers than we do. What are we doing wrong? It was exactly what I wrote. We are doing it wrong. So what- Follow us online, please. are Are we close to that? No. We're not. We have 10,000 on Instagram and Twitter. This is your time to text a friend about our podcast. Yeah. Don't start with this episode. No. But just tell us. Well, no, this episode's going to be great. Maybe. But tell a friend. Tell a friend for sure. Now we rewind. Go ahead. Rewind. There we go. To Virginia. Virginia 1985. And we meet Randy Sumner. He's a classmate at Liberty University in the 80s with a young Sherry Schreiner. Liberty University may sound familiar if you are familiar with Jerry Falwell. <laughs> Pause for reaction. <laughs> uh, he's, he's an interesting person. Son's an interesting person. It's interesting. It's an interesting fact. Tidbit here. Yeah. Basically, the evangelical to end all evangelicals. If you want to blame 9-11... <laughs> On God being mad at gay people. If you want to turn Christianity into a big business, Jerry Falwell's your guy. Yeah. And if you want to have a three-way with your pool guy, his son's your guy. No shame. Oh, my God. You do you. Whatever. Anyways, apparently Liberty University has this state-of-the-art broadcast equipment because, of course, this is the height of the TV evangelism days. So all of these young Christians who want to get in on that hot evangelist TV money, (laughs) go to Liberty University and give Jerry Falwell more money. Interesting. So Sherry wants in on that gig. She wants to be a news anchor for Christ. (gasps) And she really wants this internship at CNN because she thinks her way to do it is to get in through politics. But all of a sudden, she doesn't get this internship. So she just leaves college. She goes home to Ohio and her friend never sees her again. Randy Sumner, that's it. He says she was all fun and bubbly and had big blonde hair, and then she's gone. She sounds a little bit like Gwen Shamblin when he describes her, though, which made me sweaty in my armpits. I don't know who that is. Yes, you do. The Way Down. Oh, that lady. Yes. Have you not watched that yet? No. You need to get on the ball. Yeah, I know. All right. She goes silent in Ohio, but on 2003, she bursts into the internet scene. Thank you. Like a- Thank you, um, Al Gore. Like a lizard (laughs) out of an egg- like in Jurassic Park, one of those baby dinosaurs. Yeah, like a baby, that's like like, a baby dino. And it just little, breaks yeah, through. Goo. Yeah, and there's yeah. goo everywhere and little bits of shell that you got to gently pick off the dinosaur baby. That's her. But she has to have wings because she's an angel. 
Yeah, she's so. yeah. She's got weird little wings. So we see some of her web pages, and that she's clearly in doing something called Prophecy Club, which seems smart because isn't wasn't that a big TV evangelism thing, the Three Thousand Club or whatever? Do you You're know what I'm talking about? The wrong person. I am. Here's what I'm assuming when I saw the term Prophecy Club: for a medium fee, you can be in the club, yeah, and you can hear Sherry's prophecies from the Most High, right. from God, yeah, but you have to pay, right? Of course. Okay. But it does work because she gets a few thousand followers within a year or so. And because of her radio background, she's able to sort of set up this home recording studio and sit and produce her own show without much help, smoke her cigarettes, and reach millions of people. That room smelled so bad. I just yes. cannot with a, in a closed podcasting room with no. an ashtray filled with smoking cigarettes. No. That's no good. And I don't know. They didn't show a kind, but the, oh, I don't, I don't know. It's heavy um, tar. Heavy, heavy tar. So she literally becomes the first doomsday influencer is what we're dealing with here. She's a game changer in a way. That is impressive. Does YouTube give an award for that? One of those plaques. First she, doomsday influencer. I don't know do if you, she's Who do you on? get a sponsorship from? Go bags. Yeah, maybe guns. Guns. Those freeze-dried packs of food. And whatever weapons shelters. used to kill aliens. Those build-it-yourself shelters. The bomb shelters. Oh, yeah. Okay. They have build-it-yourself shelters. bomb shelters. A Bible store? A Bible outlet? Bible For outlet. Certain kinds of Bibles. The kind that sell Chad Daybell's books. Self-published Bibles. Yeah. Self-published <laughs> Bible books. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody asked for a doomsday influencer, but we had one. Sherry Schreiner. Yeah. Poor fellas I'm like gonna Luke. I'm going to give her a follow right now. <laughs> Don't you dare. Poor fellas like Luke got sucked into the conspiracy hole that Sherry created online. And we get some really good information about, from a U- very smart UC Berkeley scientist who talks about somebody who listens to someone like Sherry through their ear holes for a long period of time kind of gets sucked in because you're listening in your ear and the what she's talking about is seems like dark secrets that no one else knows. So it almost gives you a feeling of superiority, like you you know the secrets that are happening in the world. You know that Obama's a lizard. Mm-hmm. You know it. Mm-hmm. Nobody else seems to be getting it. It preys, conspiracy theories prey on certain kinds of people. It's not yes. necessarily smart people or dumb people, but it's people who like to feel smart, maybe feel like they're not being appreciated in their life. So they yeah. get to feel like they are smarter than everyone else around them. And yeah. it has, it, there's a parasocial relationship because she's like us, like a podcaster, and she's in I people's know. I didn't want to say it, but we we're not, not trying telling to sell you guys something to, until we get to our ads, and then we are. Then we are. <laughs> but I will say, but no, it, it it does make sense. And it also totally makes, makes sense, sense that somebody who's who's into this, that he doesn't have a job makes a lot of sense. Because I could see someone who had lost their job mm-hmm. or something like that, where you want to feel like you're doing something. If you're involved in this, you're actively doing That's something. That's true. And especially, and something big. You're saving the world. You And you're part of a community that mm-hmm. is doing something. Mm-hmm. It's like Alex Lori Vallow's brother who was truck driving for like 10 hours a day and he would listen to Chad's podcast the whole time. See, and something like this, you have a higher purpose so you don't have to take the job at Taco Bell. Right. Even though your brother got you the interview. Right. You don't have to take it. You're not even going to show up for that interview. No. Because, because you are busy fighting demons. Yeah, that takes precedence. So it, 
becomes bigger. I'm sorry I can't work at Taco Bell, David. I got to fight some aliens today, okay? You wouldn't understand. So you you feel like you're special and it becomes a very us versus them mentality. And yeah. Luke says it was built on a lot of fear, but then also some hope. Because if you follow Sherry's teachings, you are going to heaven. Mm. So you're scared if you don't follow her, but you're happy if you do in a certain way because you're going to you're better for it in the end. It sounds like a standard cult fair. Uh, it sounds like you are going to go to hell if you don't follow her. I don't, without offending people, I can say a lot of religions are fear-based. Can I say that? Okay. And we can also say, I would say almost every cult yes. is fear-based. Yeah. I would say all. Do you think standard Sherry cult. would say things like, where are you on your walk with the fight against lizard people? Are you being a good warrior today? How many lizards have you battled? Mm -hmm. So Sherry pulls you in to the reptile cult, makes you give her you all her money. Mm. Sound familiar? Yes, there's always money involved. And all her attention and all your attention. Mm -hmm. You need to forget everyone else in your life. Yes. But then just as easily, she can decide that she's going to kick you out. Right. And what she calls those people which is a little unique to her, is spies. I haven't heard the term spies before. Normally, you know, every cult has their name for people that have defectors, basically. Right. What is the Scientology? Scientology? I'm forgetting what they're called. Thetans? Thetans? I don't think so. Thetans are the things that attach to you that you're trying to get off. Yeah. There's something that happens when you defect, and I'm forgetting the term. Uh, But I have a feeling the victim in this story is a spy. Yeah. Because... That's what happens. So enter Steve Mineo. Steve Mineo is a young kid. He's late teens, early 20s. He's lacking a steady mother figure. And when he discovered Sherry, she had 2,000 followers online. So he's in on the ground floor. Because remember, 2018, she had 15,000 followers. He's like those people who were buying the Lululemon leggings right out of the trunk of what's-her-name's car, Carol Ann, whatever her name was. Lululemon is so mad at you. <laughs> Lula, 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 I meant. There we go. <laughs> Lululemon is coming for you, and they're definitely litigious. She didn't mean it. So Luke and Stephen, Luke, our man in shadow, and Stephen Mineo meet playing cards one night, and we get a mini reenactment of a card game. Later in that night, after they've been playing for a while, Steve starts talking about conspiracy theories and aliens dressed as politicians living among us and possible concentration camps in the U.S. and just lots of lots of items, lots of things. And Luke says, oh, my God. Oh, no, man. What? I mean, what do we do? What do we do? I love that Luke is so sweet he's that he's so like, well, what earnest. do I do? How do yeah. I? Uh, what do I do? This is so upsetting what you're telling me. How can I help? And so Steve looks him right in the eye. And Luke says, I can feel it to this day, his eyes piercing into my soul and says, well, you got to get right with God. <laughs> That's when I peace out. Bye. I Bye, was guys. not expecting can, him to say that. You can keep all my chips. It's okay. Can you cash me out? Keep the money. Bye. I felt like it was going to be a lot weirder than that, I have to say. Oh, yeah. No, I, th- I was surprised he didn't say, well, you got to get right with serp- Serpent Sarah. Serpentine-stine. Yeah. Don't be a serpentine instead yeah. of a philistine. Yeah, that's it. But it does get it does get weirder. So we're coming right up to that. Steven is a really early member, obviously. 
he helps Sherry's he helps Sherry with her online videos and some internet stuff because remember she's just a radio broadcaster so he helps get her presence out there and he is a true gospel warrior we need him to be our social media manager we do but before that we need to talk about orgone oh yeah kimberly why don't you explain orgone to everyone um it's a precious precious gem gem that looks a bit like amber combined with just a a plain old rock of some sort um maybe a one of those wire dish uh, yeah like a, a brillo pad steel wool a steel wool but okay. also some parts of it look like amber like on fringe when people were frozen in amber but it has like magical i don't know you could do stuff with it it seems to be multi-purpose like you could clean your underarms with it and then you wouldn't smell and you can put it around army bases and it shields off the evil lizard people that are in the army and you can gift it to people as like protection and you can carry it in your pocket and then you'll win the lottery i don't really totally understand but i think it does everything it's a mystical man-made rock that can cure castaway demons and clear up your acne amazing no actually i'm so sorry that is apostrophe apostrophe can do that have you ever had an acne breakout at the worst possible time? Um, my brother's wedding last weekend. Oh, no. Just one. But just one is enough. Yeah. And especially when it's a big one. We've all had struggles with our skin. And that's why Kimberly and I are so happy to partner with Apostrophe, the sponsor of this episode. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear acne. At Apostrophe, an expert dermatology team will create a personalized treatment plan that is perfectly tailored to your unique skin. All you have to do is fill out Apostrophe's online quiz about your skin goals and your medical history. Then you snap a few selfies and a board-certified dermatologist will create your initial customized treatment plan. And Apostrophe treats all kinds of acne, from hormonal acne to facial acne, even chestnut, backne, and tail knee which is when you're a lizard person and you have acne on your tail apostrophe treats acne from head to tail Mm -hmm. when i joined with apostrophe i had the worst cystic acne of my life and my board certified dermatologist recommended to me a topical and an oral medication and now i have good skin days almost every day i love apostrophe it's so easy i do it all from my phone i really got it down it's such a simple system you don't have to wait in line at the waiting room you don't have to call to get an appointment it's all on my phone and i love getting my boxes because the boxes are so so cute they come with stickers and the bottles are really happy i'm really enjoying their sunscreen apostrophe is a fantastic company and if you have skin troubles definitely check them out and we have a special deal for our listeners you can save 15 dollars off your first visit with an apostrophe provider at apostrophe.com slash date dateline when you use our code date Dateline. This code is only available to our listeners, so get on it. Just go to apostrophe.com slash date dateline and click begin visit. Then use our code date dateline at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Amazing. It's crazy. It's less than a big coffee. Learn from my mistakes. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash date dateline and use that code date dateline to get your first dermatologist crafted treatment plan for five dollars. 
Thank you so much, Apostrophe, for taking the scales off our eyes <laughs> and showing us the beauty of nice skin. Thank you. All right, here we go. Back to the lizards. Let's get back to this precious, mythical, man-made rock. Oregon is metal chips. Not man-made. Is it man-made? Oh, yes, ma'am. They cook it. Oh, I forgot. So Oregon is metal chips, copper wire, crystals, chopped up, and solidified in resin. So why don't they just make meth? At least you can make a lot of money on that. I think she makes a decent amount. On the Oregon? Maybe you make it some meth. Because you need so many. Oregon is the new meth. So you can pay Sherry Shriner to make it for you, which I'm assuming it's blessed in right. some way. No, That's it's probably like kosher. Special. It's from, yeah, no, it's exactly. It's more high concentration of yeah, because, properties. Because she's connected to right. the higher power. Mm-hmm. So you could buy like that generic um, Kirkland brand orgone at Costco and it's mm-hmm. not going to do anything for you. So she'll cook it for you or resin it for you in her muffin tin for 15 or 20 a pop. Or you can follow the online instructions and make it yourself. But I think pretty much everybody wants the high holy orgone from Sherry. Yeah. The Daily Beast reporter says that people used to take these nuggets out into the world to purify places. And so you're buying multiples at a time because you're taking them to places like army bases and hiding them around. It's like geocaching, but to prevent aliens. Have you ever... Snuck onto an army base and hit no. a man-made. Did it look familiar to you? Have you ever come across one? Well, I'm dying I need to, to come do across more geocaching. One. Actually, all the geocachers out there, have you ever come across something that looked like a Brillo pad with resin in it? Because you just found some orgone and you didn't even know. It looks like a hard see-through bunt cake with <laughs> stuff inside that yeah. looks like it's steampunk inside. Like yeah. someone did a steampunk, like your child did a steampunk sculpture. Yeah. It does look like some sort of craft that you would get from your child that's in daycare. It looks like somebody was trying to make a cool paperweight and messed up a lot of times. Yeah. So they kept trying. So Steve was super involved when Luke was at the height of his cult day. So when Luke joined the cult, Steve had already been in it for a minute. And we see Steve's Facebook page that says... I don't know. It's weird because the doomsday stuff is all about guns and ammo and protecting yourself and the world. It's all kind of tied together in America. And then at the bottom, it says dedicated to Yuhua and Yuhushahua. (laughs) Yuhua and Yuhushahua since 2007. Who are those? I think that's people. God? No, Yahweh is God. It's kind of close. Maybe they just changed the names. These look Japanese. Yahweh is not. I thought it was Hebrew. Have you never heard Yahweh? Yes. But this is Yahushua. Yahushua. Yahushua is the cousin of God. The Japanese cousin of God. Well, who's Yahua then? Her husband. Yahushua. Her husband. (laughs) Stop it. Obviously. Well, that. that, They are the Japanese Adam and Eve. His Facebook is dedicated to them since 2007, and we do get a profile pic of him with a gun. But through this artfully crafted Facebook page, which I would avoid like the plague. Yeah, you don't want that in your browser history. He met the lovely Barbara Rogers. Barbara and Steve fall in love. Steve gets a girlfriend because Barbara is also, guess what, into the reptile cult. Mm -hmm. Lucky for him. There is a lid for every pot. 
Yes, there is, ma'am. So Barbara, Steve, lovebirds move in together in 2017 in a tiny little, tiny studio apartment in the Poconos, which I feel weird about because I've been to the Poconos. I want to. I don't. I want to go to the Poconos. I didn't know stuff like that was happening there. You want to go because of the office? Yeah, I guess. Do you like trains? Yeah. There's an interesting train station. Okay. Okay. I don't know if I would travel to see a train station. No, but with a bridge. And it's old. And it's on a hill. And it looks like there's a haunted mansion. Okay. Yeah. The the downtown's cute. You'd like it. It's like art shops. There's nothing about it you wouldn't like. There's a really cool card shop. You know shops that make really good cards? It's just one of those. Also, the Poconos is apparently Sherry loved it. Because that's where Sherry Schreiner vacationed. Which I also feel weird about. I felt very weird about that. That just means, here's what Sherry is. Sherry is an Ohio housewife who vacations every year for one week. She rents an apartment in the Poconos. So she's just some mom from the Midwest who smokes a bunch of cigarettes and bakes weird paperweights. Yeah. The end. Yeah. It's weird. She's not a prophet. There are lots of things about that make me feel weird inside. Because it makes her more of a mom that she vacations and vacations in a kind of popular vacation spot it's like if she went down to florida that's what's weird that's what's weird about it it's very touristy it's very well and they tried to make it seem like this was a a unhigh holy place because that's where sherry vacations no it's not i would love to be that famous where somebody's like katie and kimberly ate at that chili's they have a plaque dedicated to them at table 15 would you love that? You would not no, be I able to go that. to Seven Eleven. It would not be pleasant. Uh, in my dirty, dirty... That's what I'm saying. Workout pants with the hole in the crotch. Yeah. I don't even think there's any danger of that happening, considering Sherry has more followers than we do. There's but, not. It's just, I'm embarrassed. We're just doing, yeah. We just need to bump up the religious rhetoric. Just a little bit. I'm just going to steal the stuff from this episode. I'm going to talk about the politicians that are ritually sacrificing and eating 10 missing foster kids. And now we're going to lead the prayer breakfast, which was a meme that appeared on the screen. Is it a a pancake prayer breakfast? Well, I would guess they're full from all the children. They just ate the foster children. So I would think it was more of a light continental breakfast, but maybe they have really big stomachs. Because they're lizard people and they can, they're like snakes that can digest like a elephant or something. I don't know. And the one guy looks like Anthony Weiner, but I don't think it was Anthony Weiner. Other than that, I didn't recognize any of the people in the photo. It was just a bunch of white men. And then they were like, we just ritually sacrificed and ate 10 missing foster kids. And then the other guy goes, and now we're going to lead the prayer breakfast. A follower is going to watch that and be like, someone was in the room and heard them say that. And then they wrote down those captions. So now we know what they actually said. The other funny thing uh, after that meme with the politicians, Mm -hmm. underneath was another meme that said, this stuff is going to hit the fan. (laughs) That was so funny that you're talking about literally sacrificing and eating foster kids, but you won't use the SH word. The bleep, you won't say the bleep is going to, you're like, the stuff is going to hit the fan. Cursing is the devil's gateway. Yeah, that's true. Don't, don't start that. So Barbara and Steve are living in their tiny apartment in the Poconos, just constantly online with the cult. They don't have jobs because they live off of Barbara's disability payments because she served in the army. Thank you for your service, Barbara. Thank you, Barbara. What happened, girl? Barbara is 10 years older than Steve. I wouldn't have known it. 
seeing their pictures early. I didn't. I wouldn't have, I don't know if it really matters in this case at all. The only reason it matters is that she is Steve's first real girlfriend. Mm -hmm. He has not, he's fairly young. Mm -hmm. He hasn't had a real girlfriend and he's busy with his cult. He's being a a Jesus warrior. He doesn't, or not Jesus, Sherry warrior. I think they're a bit like um, Jan and her candles and Hunter. That one night you made everything. Everything all right. So right. lizard, so scaly, so scaly, <laughs> so right. <laughs> so they both meet through Yahasuan or the cult, his Facebook page. So she must know who those people are, Yah- yeah. Yahusan and Yahasuan. But Steve is bragging online about the two of them because now they're a team of right. angel warriors. So she is bragging about being he is bragging about her being able to get him onto army bases right and deposit their little orgones all around mm-hmm. because she has access because she was in the military so sherry starts to get a little suspicious or a lot suspicious of barbara and maybe jealous 100% jealous i don't think she was suspicious at all i think she didn't want to share steve's attention i think she was irritated yeah yeah some younger lady who doesn't smoke five packs a day is not going to take her Steve away. Correct. And especially what if they have a baby? Mm. You know they would name it Sherry in your honor, Sherry. I don't know why you're jealous, but she was jealous. I think they might name it Yahasan. Yeah, that, that would be fine too. And we hear Sherry's voice say at this point, because she says, call it a mother's instinct. We started watching her and she was no good. But this is not the first quote, bad woman that Sherry has set her sights on. And we're going to rewind to 2012. And we meet lovely Brandon Moore, who is by far my favorite interview of the entire thing, because he's just delightful. Brandon Moore is interviewing about his good friend, Kelly Pigelli. Kelly Pingelli. Kelly Pingelli? Come on. What? It's a good name. It's adorable. So it sounds a little bit like Piggly Wiggly. He says Kelly was exactly like her name. Because if your name is Kelly Pingelli, you can't be an Eeyore. You're Mm -hmm. going to be a Pooh Bear. She was bubbly, friendly, and she was a light in every room. In 2012, Kelly introduced Brandon to the world of Sherry Schreiner, which totally confuses the snot out of Brandon. Because to him, it just seems like a lot of darkness and like lonely people and this weird kind of arrogance. Only I can save the world. Again, that's a weird thing. And I forget that that's how people get lumped into these conspiracies so easily. Getting out of it so hard because you feel so like you're just you're above everyone. So all of Mm -hmm. a sudden you're back down with all the rest of the lizards. Everyone else is lying to you. I'm the only one that's telling the truth. Correct. But Kelly Pingelli is pretty in deep to Sherry Schreiner. Not only is she listening and a follower, she is transcribing all of Sherry's shows online. She's taking the what she's hearing and writing it down. And then she comes to see herself as something that Sherry refers to as an angel in the flesh. Kimberly, I just want you to know that you are my fleshy angel. Thank you. I have a lot of flesh. Which also sounds really gross when you say it. So that's why I'm I wrote it that super fleshy. Way. I prefer angel with muffin tuff. No, that's not how I meant it. I think fleshy angel just sounds sort of nasty. It does. Fleshy is it does not good. So the these are the beginning of time pre Earth angels. These are the angels that were with God in heaven before He even created the Earth. 
And what's happened is God has sent these very old ancient angels to earth to fulfill a mission while they're here. And then they die like normal people. But while they're here, they have a purpose. And Kelly becomes convinced that she is one of these angels in the flesh, which is such a bad name. That should mm-hmm. be what the Yahuzawan is. Mm-hmm. That should have the big grand name. That should have, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Angels in the flesh sounds like a porn. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. Sounds like Skinamax. So Kelly goes on a lot of orgone missions. Brandon says that every time they hung out together, she would leave him like three or four pucks. Okay, and they do look like hockey pucks. so annoying. That is like your friend that wants you to get into alkaline water. And they're like, I'm just going to leave you a bottle right here. I know you know it. You need it. It's okay. You know, or if you're, God, I've just been really tired lately. And they'll be like, well, if you try that alkaline water, I keep recommending to you. And then they like slide some across the table or they just casually leave it in your bathroom. So you like go to the bathroom and there's like a bottle of alkaline water. They leave it all around like Easter eggs. And they'll be like, maybe, maybe a little, a little fleshy angel left you this alkaline water for you to try for your health. Who hurt you? Who's done this to you? Because I need to talk to them because that's unacceptable. We're not doing that. That Kagan water is such a cult. It's an MLM. Don't be friends with that person. That's not cool. And people are going to write in and be like, actually, it changed my life. I know. <laughs> I really do like the athletic greens, though. That's a real thing. No, we so do, try that, we do maybe. Like athletic greens. I'm going to leave those packets around <laughs> those travel packs at people's houses. So anyways, Kelly would be leaving these hockey pucks at his house, which I am convinced because you can't throw them out because you'd feel bad because you know she paid money for them. He said it was like 60 bucks worth. It depends how often she comes over. Anyways, these little hockey pucks, if you would were into this cult and bringing them to me, first of all, I'd be calling people to get you out. But I would stack them in my that sink kitchen sink cupboard under at the very back. Yeah. So they are technically still there. If she's looking for them, you put them there because you felt like the sink was possessed. It works. You know what it's like? Oh, my gosh. So I used to work for a director and actor person. So he once went on Martha Stewart's talk show and the craft they made was these bars of soap that were covered in wool yarn and they looked like rocks, but you lather them up like soap it was the dumbest craft and, and he gave me one it? of them when he came back because he's like what the hell am i gonna do with this so i had it for a long time it might still be around here somewhere that's totally what it's like can you please go see if you have it it's in one of those drawers yeah. i know you've got those tupperware those rubber made drawers go look i need to see it because also you can't lather that up wool gets moldy kimberly it can't just sit in your shower tell that to martha stewart i don't know i will i will be writing in hey marty i've got some (laughs) things to say so kelly cannot live blissfully in her ignorance just loving sherry and trying to deposit her orgone around town because her brother nate is getting involved he is her older brother so it's his baby sister he's ex-military and he is a conservative christian So that's a bad combo for Sherry. Basically, he has real world experience to say, no, the government is not doing any of this. These people are not lizard people. When his sister gives him a Christmas card that has a photo of Putin's head and the Pope's head cut out killing a baby. Is this when we see that? Yeah. 
Um, okay, tell describe the picture. She, it's like a demon painting with like people wearing robes and hoods killing a baby, and then someone has cut out very crudely, like you do with the ransom note. Don't, that was Steve. The head. Steve did all that. No, Steve. Cra- Steve crafting was not your talent. The head is so cut off so poorly, like it's obviously cut out and put on. Putin and the Pope are watching. And- who no, else? there's another person. Who else? It's a president. I don't know which one. It's probably Bill Clinton. So they're watching and they're very excitedly watching this baby being sacrificed. But I feel like these are like the Christmas cards that she'd give to her brother who is conservative Christian. He's like, no. Return, She's going to get mad. Return to sender. Yeah. Again, people that aren't savvy are going to be like, what are you doing online? Again, it's not going to seem as real because it's all on the computer, right? Right. It might not seem as dangerous. Right. So he can be a little menacing to them and not worry about it, but he doesn't understand that it has implications because of how deep she's in. So Sherry kind of can't fight against Nate because what is she going to say when he says, no, I've actually seen this and no, this is incorrect. And here's an actual Bible. And this is really what the Bible says. It's it's bad. So she starts talking behind Kelly's back in the core group and saying that Kelly is a spy. And that's the precursor to getting kicked out. And I, the group sort of turns on Kelly Pingelli and, Kel, and Sherry loves playing who's the spy in the group. She's lying about Kelly. Yeah, It's of sort course. of sad. Yeah. And after all of this online harassment and Kelly feeling like people are turning against her in this thing that she loves, she takes her own life in the woods. And I did not see that coming. Mm -mm. And it's very, very sad. And it's all Sherry's fault. Mm -hmm. Sherry, because she's horrible, decides to use Kelly's death and say that she was assassinated by the government because... Of Sherry. Sherry says, look, I am a dangerous person to the government because I am out here speaking the truth and they're trying to come after me. So they're picking off my followers. And what better way also to get people to close ranks faster and really get involved and get serious than add more fear to the fire and be like, we're they're coming after her. It's starting. It's Mm -hmm. starting. Get ready to war. Mm -hmm. You know, this all sounds very familiar. So it's Mm -hmm. very dangerous and it's just very maniacal so now we're five years later and we're back with steve and barbara in their tiny apartment and barbara is about to be the new kelly she's about to be targeted sherry finds this very old facebook post this pre-orgone facebook post that barbara had posted about steak tartare i am a meat eater steak tartare looks kind of gross to me i didn't know it was so it's not just you it looks like right from the grocery store. That literally looked like a wavy hamburger patty. Yeah, a hamburger patty with an egg Ground on it. beef yeah. with an egg yolk on top. Not yeah. even a fried egg, just a one yolk. Yeah. I feel like my stomach would be upset. I know. And in the com- in the caption, she wrote, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I just crave raw meat all the time. I think maybe if I hadn't seen Rosemary's Baby, I'd be okay. But I have seen it many times. So I, I kind of can't deal with that. Do you remember that? No. She eats all the raw meat. But it's I remember on 90 Day Fiance when Ari went to Ethiopia and she did partake in the raw meat to be part of the cultural feast, which I thought was... Oh, no. I have had steak tartare. Go Ari. But it doesn't look like... I've never... doesn't look like that. It's teeny tiny like cat food, like fancy feast. Ew. 
I just had a bite of it. I, I wouldn't order. It's also always very expensive because it's this high-quality meat. But raw stuff makes me nervous. That makes me Yeah, it should. So Sherry comments on this picture and says, what kind of a Christian eats raw meat? And my answer was a lot, probably a lot. Is that in the Bible? people. No, I mean, Food must be cooked to this degrees? But I bet Sherry eats bacon. Yeah. If you want to go by what the Bible says, you can't eat pig. I don't think she's really going by what the Bible says. I think she's going by Sherry's own personal Bible. So... Sherry says in a blog post that, oh, this was unreal, that Barbara is a vampire slash succubus and that she is a daughter of Lilith. Remember Lilith? Yeah, from Diabolical. Listen, Go listen to Diabolical now because I eventually will pull that episode and edit out how mean I am to Babes with Coffee, Michelle. But while it's still up, go listen to probably how mean I was because that was a long time ago. Who is Lilith? What is she calling? Who is she calling Lilith in that episode? She was wrote a mean email to her ex-boyfriend's current girlfriend that she was going to sick Lilith on her or something, that Lilith was this angel of demon, demon person, yeah. this evil yeah. woman that she could, I don't know. Um, Lilith seems to take a, demon, a lot of right? forms. Yeah. So Lilith is back and it's the first time we've seen Lilith since. So it's yeah, I was five really years later excited. and here we are. Lilith is here. Sherry says that Barbara is a witch because this food in this picture is the witchcraft of the, I'm assuming, north, south, east, west. Yes. The hamburger dish contains elements of it. Okay. So the egg is the eye and also the north. Mm -hmm. The capers, which I (laughs) guess I missed. I missed the capers on the steak tartare. They're south, Katie. Got it. Herbs are the east. And yeah. I couldn't, what's West? It didn't say what was West. It looks like another kind of herb. It was some sort of garnish. But why isn't it in the, you have to say what it is. She didn't write that in the blog post. She didn't include that. Maybe West is but something totally different. I don't know. The important part are the capers are in the South. And that means something. It's very specific. I guess capers are okay if you're eating them in a pasta because then they're like mixed throughout. But if they're congregated at the bottom in the south that's a sign of witchcraft what's in the south in the game of thrones that desert area right where the that lady with the targaryen the lipstick oh and they yeah the one that she turns ancient at the end she is a witch i don't think we're talking about the same person the red-haired lady no i'm not talking about her no we're talking about somebody else the one with the three daughters the three daughters that like fight with sticks, and it was very hot. I have there. no idea. And I'll then have to she go back and look. she killed what's her face's daughter. She killed God. I really need to rewatch with the yeah, poison so lipstick. Uh, so Steve becomes really really upset about this blog post and basically everything that Sherry's saying online. So, ju- but just to be safe, he feels like it's ridiculous, but he wants to be on the safe side. So he does what any good warrior would do and he covers barbara's entire body in orgone <laughs> and um, it's like they if she say got that- skunked and he was like treating her with like a tomato juice bath now this made me very worried because you can't pour resin on a body so no, i think uh, that he just put the pucks all over her right maybe like he wrapped her in saran wrap and then just rubbed the pucks all over her okay so when he does this if she's a witch 
naturally she's going to burst into flames. And she didn't. So we're clear. Yeah. It's really simple. So Steve starts to seek out some other people who have maybe had similar problems with Sherry Schreiner or just some dissenters from the group to see if they've had run-ins. And he does find some. So his beliefs start to crack. Now the Berkeley professor comes back and tells us that people think what happens on the internet stays on the internet, but it doesn't. There's This trauma is very real. The cyberbullying is real. And especially if it's somebody who got into this as young as Steve did, it's his whole life. He dedicated his life to this. So he doesn't know anything else. He didn't go to college. He didn't spend time in Peru with the llamas. He didn't do anything. He didn't eat. He didn't get to eat, pray, love first. He went straight no, he, to a reptile cult. Well, he did get to pray, but he didn't get to eat raw meat and he did get to love. So he did get to do out of three, ain't bad. Yeah. That's but bad. with Sherry, it's all or nothing. Once she's against you, that's it. And she turns all of her members against you. It's like every other cult. And not just ignore you like you're shunned, come after you like Scientology pulls up in the cars mm-hmm. to make sure you're not going to talk, come after you. You are now considered an evil person. And God, it's going to drive me crazy. What is the Scientology thing called when you're evil? Would you look it up? Look it up. Dis- disconnected? Something like that. Suppre- is it like a suppressive Suppressive being? person. That's I it. I got a suppressive it. Even being. before good, I found good, it good. online. Thank you. That's it. All right. Kimberly I see you, Leah Remini. So now Barbara and Steve, because he won't leave Barbara, is suppressive, are suppressive people. And not just that, they're fighting with one of God's favorites because Sherry is the prophet. So all of these friends are going to go with the person that's talking to God on a regular basis and they're going to shun Steve and Barbara. So Steve get Steve even gets pictures of the place where they live, the apartment building where they live, and the Poconos sent to his email. And so he calls the police because, because the threats are pretty real. They're getting messages that say, We tracked you down using Oregon. You're and it's you are. You're Oregon, you are. Because when you're religiously cyber stalking someone, Nobody, you don't have time don't to have time. use they don't bio, have time. you are. Your Oregon is a GPS signal. So apparently it's like a beacon. Is that what they said? I'm so glad you wrote those down. That's how they tracked her down was using the organ. Praise Zashazuri forever. Yahazuri? Yahazua? It's like Shazauri forever. Sherry and us. I don't think that's proper English. Sherry and us will drink of your blood soon. You are blood soon when we get you we are going to feed your wife to queen sherry it's terrifying why would you feed queen sherry a witch she's a vampire succubus her blood is bad why would you feed that to your queen sherry why would you want to drink her blood her blood i don't know why would you go to a portal in a closet all of these people are got stuff going on it's wild they just believe it so steve becomes obviously really paranoid he gets a go bag packed he gets a bulletproof vest this is not great for him and he's really worried about what's going to happen to him and barbara and he keeps looking online which is the thing that makes me the craziest he keeps reading and responding to comments online just turn it off no but but that's why people they can't it's an addiction 
And I think he just wants it to get better and it's not going to get better. And Barbara just really wants him to walk away. I think she's not been in the cult as long. He's super ingrained. He's such an early member and she just wants him to let it go. Stop fighting with invisible online people. But unfortunately, they go to a bar one night and they just are trying to relax. But Steve takes his phone to the bar and is looking at messages and getting upset. And later that night, there's a 911 call. The woman on the phone says, please come, please come. My boyfriend had a gun. He grabbed me, but he's dead. He's dead. And right now we do see some actual crime photos. So just a heads up warning, if you're going to watch this episode, there is an actual crime photo. Is The injuries are blurred, but it's not great. And it is Stephen lying on the ground in this tiny, tiny apartment with his ankles crossed. Yeah, that was strange. And a pair of jeans over draped over him over his legs he has pants on he's fully dressed and he has sort of slides on and then he's his ankles are crossed and he's got these jeans over him huh why are the jeans there that's strange it makes me think of heaven's gate or something kind of it was the ankles crossed was weird the detective thinks this looks a lot like an execution not an accident how the 911 call made it sound because it looks like he was just sitting there sort of with his ankles crossed leaning against the bed and he just fell back was shot and fell back because he was shot in the head barbara goes into interrogation and explains that earlier that night they'd been on facebook and he was going through and commenting on all these comments that would sherry was saying that barbara was a witch and a reptile he's getting really upset <laughs> and then i just imagine the cop being like uh-huh she says that. She says those two words. She does. She's like, you know, he was on, on Facebook. Like, they're saying I'm a, a witch and a reptile. And the detective is just like, blink, <laughs> blink. Yeah. I would like to see what would happen if Barbara was presented with an actual reptile. Would she freak out? What do they do when they see real snakes or real <laughs> lizards? I don't know. Do they think it's a politician shrunk down? Yeah. I think they think it's Barack Obama. Okay. This is all real interrogation footage, by the way. She says that Steve was getting very, very upset. So they went to the bar to actually calm down. But he was still kind of upset anyways. And then when they come back home, he pulls out his gun and says, you know what? I need to get better at shooting this gun. Somehow got himself a gun. So they go out into the woods by their apartment and he has her shoot the gun. And I guess he shoots the gun. And then they come back inside And what she says happens is that he hands her the gun and says, point it at my head, shoot it, shoot it. And the minute she takes the gun, it goes off. And so he's just shot. But Barbara was interviewed that night for seven hours. And the reason she was interviewed for seven hours, the detective tells us, is because her story keeps changing. When she reenacts the crime in front of the detective, I will say this. She is not upset at all. Yeah, it's really at strange. All. If this had just happened to me and it had been an accident, I would not want to go through the motion of what had been the worst accident of my life. Right. Right. If a gun had gone off in my hands. So then we see Barbara again later in the interrogation and she's in a, a white robe, which seems fitting because she was in a cult. And Barbara insists that Sherry is behind the whole thing. But we were told that by a narrator. We don't actually get to hear Barbara talk about Sherry. And I really wanted to hear Barbara talk about Sherry. I was really bummed out why they didn't put any of that footage in. I wanted to hear what she said, how she was trying to explain it to the cops. She insists Sherry's behind it all. But she does say that Stephen did really want to die. He said 
point it here and I want you to shoot it. I have a lot of questions about what happened here. I do too. It's very confusing. It's very much like a dateline where it's this is a bit mysterious, I gotta yeah. say. So Luke says Luke in all in black, anonymous Luke, says that he thinks that Steve really did want to die. The cult was his whole life. He had no purpose. And according to Sherry's doctrine, if you kill yourself, it means you won't go to heaven. But if someone else takes your life, then mm. you will. The detective tells us that just because someone tells you to shoot them does not mean it's not a homicide. I, I know that seems like common sense, but in my head, it feels like it's not murder one. That sounds like it might be manslaughter, depending on the situation. It seems like you're not going to get charged with premeditated murder. Yeah. Right? Well, I guess it all depends on the circumstances. I, I understand, but this seems odd. So she's charged with murder. And of course, this completely lets Sherry off the hook more than Kelly, more than ever, because she had been telling everyone how evil Barbara was. Kelly was just a spy. Barbara was a witch and a vampire succubus. So this is the proof has just played itself out. A demon shot beloved Steve. And Steve was, you know, he was under her spell. Mm -hmm. Satan had gotten to Steve. Mm -hmm. Nothing to do with online bullying. Nothing to do with anything that she was preaching. It's just all, this girl was evil. I told you so. Mm -hmm. Now we get a voiceover of Sherry's voice as we see pictures of Barbara going into court for sentencing and Barbara's in her blue jumpsuit. And this is the wildest thing. Did you get this part? Yeah. Okay, go. She's like, she's the mumbler because she, sm she smokes. She's like, that's, that's clearly, that's not Barbara. That's a clone. That's clearly clone, four. clone number four. She's, she's morphing. You could see her morphing in the photo. She's synthetic. She's synthetic. not real. Her face is melting. It's all blurry. It's because the picture is out of focus. She's blurry. Her palms, look at her palms, the way they're morphing in and out in every photo. What it's, is going on? It's like your old New York acting teacher who doesn't give an F and she's like trying to give you line readings and she doesn't care. She's like so zoned out but a long time ago. But you also really don't want to make her mad? No, you want her approval at the same time. Yeah, yeah, badly. Yeah. The picture of her being fuzzy when she talks about the melting face, the cop next to her then, his face is also melting. Because the photo's out of focus. Fuzzy picture. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Sherry is just loving this. She's super vindicated. The assistant district attorney reaches out to Sherry to ask her about this case and be like, let me kind of see what's going on here because this is not great. And she, he doesn't expect to hear from Sherry at all. But Sherry emails him back the same day and they have a little bit of correspondence and then all of a sudden, nothing. Because Sherry dies of a heart attack. I wonder if she foresaw... Her dying of a heart attack due to her 15 I don't know if she packs could, of cigarettes a day. I don't think she could see the future. I'm unsure. She probably said she could once in a while. I feel like she had prophecies, but not yeah. emphysema. She didn't see that coming. Apparently not. So, and it's weird because depending on who you talk to, we're told by an author that she was, some people say that she was severely attacked by Satan. This was something that was coming. <laughs> Satan was finally coming Satan for attack. her. No. And it was a very serious, extreme Satan. Satan. So <laughs> Satan was coming. So God was pulling her up to heaven. It was time she was going. Yeah. 
I thought that only happened to fleshy angels, but apparently not. It happens to Sherry too because she was the prophet. Mm-hmm. Or some people just said, well, it was her third heart attack. Mm-hmm. The thing about conspiracy theories is you can make anything fit. You could say you the government killed her because she's been right about the reptile lizard people this whole time. You could That's say which, why she said Kelly was you dead could because say the government anything. killed her. Because Sherry was too close and spreading too much truth, yep. too many followers. Oh, my gosh. So we go back quickly to the school classmate of Sherry, Randy. And he said that someone at some point sent him a link to Sherry's site and what she'd been up to. And he said he was shocked. Can you he imagine someone he went to school person. with? And you're like, what have they been up to? Oh, they probably have a few kids, you know, drive the carpool. Oh, they had a cult based on an army against lizard people. Okay. I can't imagine it. I can't. We went to theater school. I can totally imagine it. But he says that what actually happened to Sherry is that she fits the title of false prophet to the core. She is Mm -hmm. the definition of a false prophet. Yes, she is. Mm -hmm. So Barbara was sentenced to 45 years in prison And Sherry has 20,000 followers online as of 2022. That's twice as many as us. Come on, guys. I'm hurting. And no, I did not look up her page because I was scared because I'm a coward. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I was too Whatever cookies are, you don't want those cookies on your computer. That is literally the reason that I didn't look it up. But I do want to draw everyone's attention to, if you remember the title of this series, it's called devil in the web and i feel like that was a perfect this is the perfect episode for this series Mm -hmm. because all she wanted was her angels to go out and fight Mm -hmm. and she was the devil yep it's bad it was a crazy thing i'm sure everybody out there has a lot more information on this cult i'm sure it's been covered in other places but i we had to do this this was wild yeah please follow us online at date dateline because i just need for more, god's sake i just need as many as for That's all sake. i'm asking in the name of yahuzama please follow us online get us some followers instagram and me. twitter date dateline i am not on facebook very much i don't really care about that really want the followers we can't on be instagram on facebook because of things like this yeah exactly Sometimes this lives on places like Facebook. And also, be careful out there. Yeah. There's some stuff that I'm a very curious person. I guard myself against stuff like this because I get overexcited about things. But I I would like to think I wouldn't. I would like to think that too. And you do think it. (laughs) And I do. I think you won't get into a cult. I wouldn't let you. Wouldn't that be crazy if all of a sudden I was just looking at you and my eyes went... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it was the scales and it did the double eyelids. Oh, I wish I had some sort of special effects that I could make myself into a lizard person on this call right now. That would be the happiest day of my life. Thank you, everybody, so much. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Remember, be safe out there. Oh, it was good. It's really good. This like the ugly Raggedy Ann doll that somebody gave you and it was very sentimental, but it scares the crap out of you. So you have to hide it. But then whenever they come over, you have to pull it out again.
Who is giving you a weird Raggedy Ann doll? <laughs> I, I just made that up. Are you saying this because I gave you stuffed animals? Those were brand new. I didn't no. give you an old stuffed animal. No. That's creepy as crap. No, I'm just saying. Kimberly, this is my childhood teddy bear. <laughs> it has the soul of my great-great-grandfather, Ignatius. <laughs> Ignatius. Ignatius Bartholomew. Oh, God. Okay, so... Turn him upside down three times and he'll grant you a wish. <laughs> Thrice. <laughs> when the sun is at the northernmost point in the sky, thrice ye shall turn Ignatius Bartholomew and ye shall be granted all the riches ye desires. God, well, that's what we both turned into. It's good. So...